Outrage is all the rage these days, I know. It's way too easy to be angry, but the truth is, is thoughtful people get angry about the right things. So I want to compare two stories that are in the news cycle right now, mainly because one is getting way more coverage than the other, at least at present. And one deserves way more outrage than the other. So those two stories are the Ted Cruz story and the Chris Cuomo story. So first, the Cruz story. So right now in Texas, they're experiencing a winter storm, a once-in-a-millennia winter storm, really, uh, that no one saw coming. And as a result of that incredible winter storm that put snow in piles all the way down in Austin, their power grid was overloaded, and three million or more people were without power, and even some people died as a result of that. So during that time, Ted Cruz decided that it would be a good idea to take a vacation. So here's that story. And, and after a couple of days, after the girls being really cold at being in the teens and the 20s outside, uh, our girls asked, said, look, school's been canceled for the week. Can, can, can we take a trip and, and go somewhere warm? And, and Heidi and I, as parents, we, we said, OK, sure. They shouldn't be leaving the state on a vacation when the rest of us are around here freezing. I just got power on after 36 hours. I'm over it. We need some help. The backlash against Cruz was swift. There were protesters outside his home as well as some at the airport when he returned. Now, obviously, this was ill-advised. Was it a bad look? 100%. Could he have been doing way more to try to help people in his state instead of figuring out how to take a vacation? Undeniably. But was it a dereliction of duty? The only reason I'll say no is because Ted Cruz is a state senator. He's not the mayor of a city in Texas. He's not the governor of Texas. He did his duty. He was there when they voted in the Senate to get funds to Texas during this crisis. That passed, and those funds were given to Texas. So would I encourage anybody to look at this any other way than what it is? No, it's outrageous, and he shouldn't have done it. It's really ill-advised. But at the end of the day, it's really just bad optics more than anything else. Now, let's flip the script and let's look at the Cuomo story because that's a totally different story. Early on in this pandemic that we're experiencing, Cuomo developed a policy of sending nursing home patients from the emergency rooms, from the hospitals, back into the nursing homes to receive their care there. Well, obviously, that's an incredibly ridiculous policy. And it undeniably resulted in the death of people. Now, I'm going to be really, really charitable and really, really fair to Cuomo and just say this. He didn't know that that would be the consequence. I don't think he's a murderer. I don't think he intentionally tried to kill people. I think any, to suggest anything else would be absolutely wrong. So the real problem took place after those people were placed back into the nursing home. According to NBC News, among other sources, they say this, that more than 15,000 New Yorkers in care homes have died since the start of the pandemic. But late last month, the state's health department had logged just over 8,500 fatalities. So why that small accounting error? Why the miscounting of deaths in nursing homes? Well, if you listen to Howard Zucker, the New York State Health Commissioner, there's one person to blame for it. I bet you cannot guess who that one person is. I'll give you just a minute to guess. Who could it be? Well, I bet you couldn't guess it was Donald Trump, of course. Here's what Howard Zucker said. The confusion over how to record COVID-19 deaths was caused by the Trump administration, which he said failed to provide adequate guidance to states. Now, if you believe that, I've got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. It's going to cost you a lot, but trust me, it's well worth it. No, 
I think if we take a moment to get out of our political corners and really just see this story for as it is and listen to Ron Kim, the councilman. Governor Cuomo called me the, late, the next day at 8 p.m. While I was about to bathe my kids, I was with my wife, and for 10 minutes, uh, he berated me, uh, he yelled at me, uh, he told me that, you know, my career will be over, he's been biting his tongue for months against me, and I had tonight, not tomorrow, tonight, to issue a new statement, essentially asking me to lie, um, and asking me, like, I, I just, I heard and I saw a crime the other day. And he's asking me that I did not see that crime. And listen to Mayor de Blasio. You know, Governor Cuomo, you guys have jousted in the past. He says, uh, Kim says that he got this irate phone call that started out, are you an honorable man? And it went for 10 minutes of him yelling and then threats to publicly tarnish him. Is that, have you ever heard of anything like that from Governor Cuomo? Has he, have you ever spoken with him and anything like that happened? Yeah, it's a sad thing to say, Mika, but that's classic Andrew Cuomo. We can clearly see there's a reason for this lie. In fact, it was even confirmed by one of Cuomo's top aides. Listen to this. Cuomo's top aide, Melissa DeRozan, seemingly admitted that they deliberately covered up those numbers and faked them because they were afraid of federal prosecutors coming after them because of the truth. So why were the numbers truly faked? Well, here's why. Because it was a bad look for Cuomo to have all of those people die as a direct result of policy that he put in place that most people could see was horrible, horrible policy. So he needed to save face. And as a result, people died. And now if you think Ted Cruz's apology was a little bit pitiful, here's Cuomo's apology. And if anyone had the perfect answer to nursing home deaths, and if anyone tells you they do, they're lying because people are going to die in nursing homes today. The reason I share this story with you is very simple. What Cuomo did was immoral. What Cruz did was ill-advised. The news coverage for what Cuomo did should eclipse what Cruz did. It doesn't seem to be doing that yet. So it's very clear. We need to be able to see past the mainstream news media. We need to see past our political party and we need to get out of our corners and we need to be able to call a spade a spade. So we need to be outraged, but we need to be outraged in the right proportion and at the right things. Outrage seems so common these days. I know in my lifetime, I've never seen a more polarized time than what we're living in right now, maybe in your lifetime too. And outrage can be a good thing. Many years ago, 56 men wrote the Declaration of Independence because they were outraged, and rightfully so, and they created our great nation as a result. So yeah, outrage can be a good thing but only when it's had in proportion to the truth. Catch new episodes of Indie Thinker with Reed Uerman for free right now by going to YouTube or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Simply type Indie Thinker with Reed Uerman in the search bar and click on my face. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to stay informed when a new episode drops.